My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. This episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by Harry's. Harry's are so confident that you're going to love their blades, razor blades for shaving. They'll give you their trial shave set for free when you sign up at harrys.com slash filthy casuals. Just pay for shipping. Games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me as always... Ben Vanell. Hello, filthy animals. It's my new catchphrase. <laughs> I've done it two weeks in a row. Let's see if the listeners like this one or if Adam hates it. <laughs> it's fine. I reckon it lean into the um, Home Alone... Yeah. yeah. Filthy animals. Thing. Yeah, okay. Because saying filthy animals without reference to that sounds strange to me. But Do you know what I mean? Just filthy animals plainly and coldly so vanilla. So if I go, hello, you filthy animals. That's yeah. better. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Tell do I list- use that voice for the whole show? Keep yeah. the change. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I was yeah. going to say. Tell the listeners that they can keep the change. Okay. <laughs> I'll say that at the end. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. can yeah. keep this change and shove it up your ass because <laughs> not into this cash <laughs> Isn't that a great piece of work that uh, Home Alone did to kind of like brand them set? Like, like you said, when you hear that the phrase filthy animals mm. existed already – but I think anyone of our generation, they hear it and they go straight to that that little boy just yeah. mucking around in his house. Yeah, one cheese pizza and some filthy animals. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that yeah. movie, not a real movie. Fun fact. Oh, that, that Home Alone's real. <laughs> Home no, <yeah. laughs> no, this is Whoa. like the Berenstein Bears thing. Australia's not real now, and Home Alone isn't either. Yeah, Earth I thought flat. you were going in on a classic Adam Knox fact <laughs> that we were going to have to sit here and dispute for the whole hour. No, Home Alone isn't real. The movie in Home Alone and Home Alone Two they filmed for the movie, but I think everybody knows. What's that. the one in Home Alone Two? Same movie. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> or, or like a, it's the same actor and like maybe a sequel or whatever. That's oh. kind of cool. But it's like another scene from it. Yeah. You know what? I would like to see someone do. You know how there's like people that do those like shot for shot remakes of like Indiana Jones and stuff. Mm. Someone should make the entire rest of that film that that scene is from. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. <laughs> They're just like obligated to have that happen in the middle of it. You're pretty much having to make an entire film. <laughs> it's that, just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could add the line, keep the change, you filthy animals, into virtually any film that exists. Mm-hmm. Casablanca. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen it, so I don't know, but I assume wow. play it again, play, play you filthy it, animals. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. the change. Sam. Sam. <laughs> it's a hell Just of a make, rewrite. Make that exchange a little bit more tense. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> what happens in that scene? It's just like uh, a guy turns up and just shoots up a place. He, it's a mob boss and they're looking for money, something like that. It seems like it's a mob thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the guys betrayed him and I think they're there to hit him or something. Like what are you looking for, payback or something? Mm. He's like, yeah, we'll keep the change. 
Yeah. Because I paid you back. Yes. You filthy animal. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> well, I reckon we should just call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. We did have an email from someone asking us to talk about movies more, and I think we've nailed it. So <laughs> tick and move on. Yeah. It was someone who. It was a bizarre email because it was very complimentary, but it mm. was someone who. I listened to our Rampage episode because yeah. they'd liked that film and they liked what we had to say about it, but they do not like video games. Mm. So they made the request that we just turn this into a movies podcast yeah. just for them. Yes. <laughs> request granted. <laughs> yeah. Aladdin, yeah, they- <laughs> not a very good movie. Aladdin? Oh, yeah. you are so wrong. Get the wrong. fuck out of here. Whole back half of Aladdin fucking drags. There's not a good song in it. <laughs> No. And the first half, no. as there, are, there is... are three good songs in Aladdin and everyone thinks it's I've a good movie. I've never seen Casablanca, so I'm a movie critic now. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking every movie critic needs to see Casablanca. And like Aladdin. No, Aladdin's bullshit. Aladdin is a bad, it is the worst Disney movie. Aladdin, no way. Al- when was the last time you watched it? About three or four months ago, it was on uh, Stan on Netflix. All right. Well, I watched it on Netflix as well, and uh, it was about two years ago. But still, <laughs> what Disney movie do you think is better than Aladdin? The Lion King. Mm, see, I like Aladdin more. I li- I like him about the same. So I yeah. What's- Aladdin's dog shit. Aladdin's great. It's Aladdin fantastic. was my it's first funny. favorite movie. Oh, it was Aladdin my first movie. Funny. First really? movie I went to in the cinema. Yeah. Oh, first well, movie I owned on VHS. You can't take off your nostalgia goggles. <laughs> it came out on VHS on my birthday. Wow. And I watched it through and then immediately rewound it, but while it was still playing. So I just watched <laughs> oh, it. Then I watched it in reverse. Rip, rip, rip. Wait, why is the tune the same backwards? <laughs> yeah. And they, they were always very careful with VHS players to make sure that the sound wasn't coming out as it was <laughs> yes. fast forwarding or rewinding. Yes. At least right. ours did. Oh, okay. Yeah. The way you described it made it sound like you watched it in regular speed in reverse. No, no. I just, I just rewound it. Look. I pushed the rewind button. He didn't have his thumb in the little <laughs> circle slowly <laughs> backing it up. Some VHSs I think could play back at normal speed. That would be cool. I've never seen it. Play reverse at normal what, speed. Uh, what's, uh, what, what's another very popular movie that you don't like? Um, Let's start a new segment, Noxie's <laughs> Unpopular Opinion Corner. <laughs> yes. I think I like most well-liked movies. <laughs> Because most of them are pretty good. For a lot of people to like them, they tend to have to be a pretty good movie. So Aladdin is the one where you're the only right person in the world <laughs> no, and everyone of, else has got it wrong. There are a lot of us who don't like Aladdin. and we Name one we'll, other person. We'll be, I can't because of the code. <laughs> because one day when we rise up, people will know. A Whole New World, not that good of a song. I think I, it's fine. I agree with that. Yeah. And I that's like, the linchpin of that movie. No, it's not. No, Friend oh. Like Me. And uh, Prince, like Prince Ali, also. You are under the spell of Robin Williams's charisma. Yeah, and it that it, look fair enough. Thank a, you. A good Let's movie move on. Hey, make it. Hey man, he had demons. How about you back the fuck off? Yeah, dude. One of his demons was being in that shit film, <laughs> Aladdin. God. What do you think's better, Aladdin or Mrs. Doubtfire? Mrs. Doubtfire. Wow. Definitely. Very, very unwoke answer. Yes. Mrs. Doubtfire is yes. a fun romp that makes it clear how funny it is to wear a dress if you're wow. a man. Aladdin, the one the Disney film with people of colour in it. Exactly. And Adam doesn't like it. Oh. Oh. Says it all. No, it isn't. Mulan, motherfucker. Okay. Do you like that? 
I've never seen Mulan. Do you like out of po- principle? <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't dress up like a man. <laughs> Boy, you're as nasty as that horrible Jafar character. <laughs> just wicked, just absolutely wicked. Yeah, it's got a monkey in it. What more? What more yeah. do you fucking want from a movie? Yeah, plenty of movies have monkey in them that are bad. What's better, Aladdin or Dunstan checks in? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen Dunstan checks in. I told you this fact on. Uh, the other podcast we do Yes Which uh, will remain nameless For some reason The Game of Thrones Because I hadn't finished My sentence yet Is why it remained nameless Ben what kind of dumb shit Do you have to put up With him saying on that It's just this but <laughs> This is true I told you this Off of off of the microphone um, That there's A The, the film uh, Baby's Day Out Oh yeah oh, Yes In this India is, is, is called James Bond Why There's a remake of it <laughs> Called James Bond <laughs> In India what? How did this come up on your Game of Thrones podcast? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember either. Because <laughs> you told both of us out the front of Ben's house the last time we recorded this. Yes. Yeah. So and then I, I you had brought already... it up again on the Game of Thrones podcast. I just told you because we'd just done that podcast and I was thinking about it. Yes. Because if, if you'd misheard me, <laughs> the, the remake of Baby's Day Out is called James Bond in India. And it's because the, the phrase James Bond in India is like how we'd say Einstein here. I mean, clever. Mm. James Bond just means like. Crafty. I think we Sly. referred to someone as being James Bond-like. Yeah, maybe. Mm. The the uh, who cares? But anyway. maybe there was a, a baby that in an episode of Game of Thrones that you guys were talking about that had some kind of adventure. Yeah. I don't know. I've never I've never watched it. That's most of the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a baby having an adventure. Yeah. Baby's getting into situations, <laughs> <laughs> climbing over girders. You know that kind of <laughs> shenanigans. When I saw the film Baby Geniuses in the cinema alone, <laughs> <laughs> you did. Oh. I was about. 11? Something like that. I think I was like uh-huh. being being ushered out <laughs> of the house to like, hey, mum oh, and dad yeah. are going to be alone for a bit. Go watch Baby Geniuses. Wow. And ironically, I never figured out why. <laughs> um, so we got a lot to talk about on this episode. Yeah, why do we fuck around for so long? Because we're having fun. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, we've got a uh, – now we are gonna, going to, at the end of this episode, do a big old spoiler chat for God of War. Mm. Uh, we reviewed it a couple of weeks ago, but now we're going to go into details. You guys have finished it. I'm two-thirds of the way through also. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be happening right at the end. So We'll, we'll clearly signpost it as yeah. well. There's yeah. no risk of we, I think spoilers. when we've done sealed sections, we actually end the episode, like say yeah. goodbye. Mm. And then go into the, the sealed section. Yeah. Yeah. One time we actually forgot to do the sealed section. We all just left and then we had to drive back here an hour later and it was still recording, so yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we, just... we got two into the bit. Yeah. We really committed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a bit of news to talk about as well. Uh, yesterday Nintendo uh, in in a very weird fashion that they sometimes tend to reveal mm. things, they uh, announced they what happened first? Someone just translated something off a press release that they put up in Japanese. Well, the Japanese website yeah. went up. Yeah, yeah, the website just changed yeah. first. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they put out a press release about what their plans for their online service are. Mm. Uh, it's launching in September. It's going to be, I think, tw- $20 US dollars a year? I think, I think so, yeah. It's th- um, I think it's about 30 Australian. I think I saw that as well. Yeah, you can yeah. get a family plan or you can get it th- in three or six-month increments. Mm-hmm. It'll be the way that you play, uh, yeah, all of their games online. Uh, cloud saves, which people have been kind of hankering for. Yeah. 
and not, not people on this podcast. I, I don't. I've never thought of it to be a, a requirement on a portable thing. I guess it's just in the case that it gets stolen or broken or something like that. Right. I suppose. Right. I've seen people talk about it a lot before this. Like it's something that's been pretty important to people. Yeah. Like mm. If anything happens to mm. it, and you and yeah, you you're fucked basically. Right. If, in the in the current way it is, uh, and also a selection of. Classic NES games, uh, twenty of them mm. uh, at launch with with kind of more to come. Yeah. You know what? Another thing that I just thought of with the cloud saves for the Switch, especially yeah. if you're going between multiple SD cards, if they're getting full, oh uh, yeah, then that's a good way of not having to. Sure, but then I guess you'd have the saves for whatever game was on that SD card on that SD card, which is itself a, yeah a backup. But that that would be one application for it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to have to get a new SD card for mine. I don't have an SD card. Absolute madman. Yes, yes, you do. There'd be one in there, definitely. No, they don't come with one. They have inbuilt storage and then you can add one. Do they? Yeah. It's got inbuilt, yeah. It's got like 32 gig of inbuilt storage. I think that's an SD card that comes with it or something. No, it doesn't come with an SD card. Crack that thing open. Let me see it. We'll just look it up. Um, but no, I, I, uh, I don't believe they come with an SD card. Right. Yeah. No, they have a yeah they have a bit of because that was something that it got uh, grilled about when it was first announced. The amount of uh, internal storage. Yeah. People were kind of up in arms over. Yeah. Because you do. Yeah. There, and then there was the thing when NBA Two K eighteen came out. Which is yeah. too big to fit on the system. Yes. Like it has a thing on the box it, saying, yeah. guess what, cunt? <laughs> Go <laughs> buy it. Pick em. this up, then walk that little fanny over into the SD section of this shop. Yeah. Because you're going to need to be picking up one of them bad boys. Uh, so, yeah, in 32 gig of internal storage. Right. And a micro SD slot. Adam, do you want to apologise to Ben? Never. For being wrong about that and, and Aladdin. Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin I'm right about. And so I assume that I continue Listeners, to be right about this. If you've never, if this is the time to, to write in, if you've never written in before, if you've never commented or tweeted at us, do it now. Do you like Aladdin or do you dislike Aladdin? And you're required to have watched it within the last four years. Or yes, so. that's pretty reasonable. I thought yes, you were yeah. going to go much. Have proof. Hold, like, take a photo of yourself in front of a TV with a ladder on, yeah. holding up a copy of today's newspaper. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you have to hold up a copy of a paper from exactly three months ago <laughs> to prove that you give enough of a shit to hunt down that paper. <laughs> to do yeah. it. It's it's weird that because that dream about a bee flying through your window and turning into a man, that's the kind of zany shit that the genie does, that dude. Is, yeah, yeah. Nah, man. He's, I think he literally... Don't be, there's a scene all about that in Aladdin. No, all all he does is go like, oh, I'm Jane Fonda now. <laughs> That's classic Robin Williams, uh, though. Yeah. <laughs> he says a little more baklava. That's good. He does say a little more. How about a little more baklava? I like baklava. Mm. I think See, we're there we go. We're yeah. yeah. so him over. <laughs> All of the games that you can currently play online on the Switch yes. will require this as of its launch. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they actually... The, just, it's all first-party stuff. Like, I think, isn't it going to be open to... Third-party stuff might not use it. Oh, I don't know. I assumed it was like you know PSN or Xbox Live. Yeah. Like any online play has to right, be done through right. that. Yeah, I, I is guess. Sushi is Sushi Striker made by Nintendo? Yeah, I think so. They're putting okay. it out because they've got that listed here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Th- so th- yeah. So this they put a press release out where they say all this stuff, and it felt like people kind of go, "Oh, yeah, okay, cool." Cloud saves. Yeah. 20 NES games. And by the way, they've only announced like 10 of them and then they've yep. said, oh, and there'll be other ones. We just have, we just aren't announcing that yet. Yes. So people are like, okay, this this seems, okay, this is all right. This is kind of cool. 
relatively well priced, whatever. Yeah, cool. Then all of a sudden, about four hours later, mm. for some weird reason, Kotaku got an email from a Nintendo rep saying, Virtual Console will never be showing up on the Switch. Yes. <laughs> and everyone goes, what? <laughs> yeah. But they, yeah. they worded it pretty specifically to say that old games won't be showing up under the Virtual Console banner. Yes. yes. It just that's, sounds like they're ditching that name. Yes, that's actually right. what it means. Yeah. But it is, to me, like whatever you think of whether this is like a good service or not, the announcement of this is just kind of baffling. Like yeah. just kind of a weird way of doing it when you know that you're going to be inviting questions about what's happening with Virtual Console and this to me kind of says this is kind of what it's going to – it's going to end up being rolled into this kind of subscription thing. Mm -hmm. But if you're not going to fully reveal what those plans are and then say the phrase the Virtual Console is dead – like of course people are going are going to be going. Well, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I think I saw some. I don't know how verifiable this is, but I saw something saying that they'll be done under the banner of like Nintendo Classics. Yeah, I did see that this, speculation. Yeah. I don't know if it was yeah legit or not. The, but, yeah, this is a rumor. It, thread. There will definitely be something like that because yeah. Nintendo loves hocking their old shit. Yes, and they will make sure that they can do it on the Switch. So, at some so point. is part of the issue that Virtual Console people were hoping it would be something that would continue across. From say Wii U, so if you'd already bought it, you wouldn't have to buy it again. I think so, but that didn't happen between the Wii and the Wii U. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think so. Yeah, I think you could get them again for a little cheaper if you had them already. There was something right, like yeah, that, I think. Right, there was some kind of like rewards program initially, but I don't think it was a constant thing. Yeah, because right. all the accounts that Nintendo have always had have been so weird the, and separate. And yeah, yeah. they've always been a completely separate thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I I I I kind of just wish they had sort of just done this as like almost a direct and kind of just just revealed everything about it. Just yeah. tell us everything that it's going to have rather than withholding. Like it's so bizarre to go, it'll have 20 NES games. <laughs> We're only going to tell you what 10 of them are now. That is really why? strange. And also like, that's a strange decision. Why? It's a of- finite library that you're picking from. Yeah. You must know what they are. If you're the person paying 20 bucks, you know, or 30 bucks Australian to get this, yeah. then you are going to get that first 20, you know, those first 20 games. So just say what they are. Why? But it also doesn't say anything about whether they're going to stick around forever, whether they're going to rotate. Yes. How, yeah. Like, yeah. The other thing is that you can do online with ones where that applies. So right. yeah, I I do think yes, that's right. that's pretty cool. Like the, the having like uh, leaderboards and all that kind of stuff, and being able to play online with your friends. These old NES games. Mm. That I think is uh, I think that's really cool. And especially if they start putting SNES or N sixty four games or whatever on it as well. Like if that becomes like an ongoing thing of this yeah. uh, of this service and the way that they're approaching retro games, I think that has the potential to be. Really fun and really interesting. Mm. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like people kind of hate this announcement even though there's nothing in it that – I mean, this is kind of all stuff they've already said. The only new stuff that was revealed here was the number of games that it's launching with Mm -hmm. uh, and the price point. I think everything else people kind of already – New? I yeah. think it's it's just difficult to make any announcement where you're saying, by the way, that thing you can do right now, twenty bucks a year, please. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, yeah. There's no way to make that something that people aren't going to respond to. But going like, well, fuck off. And then I think backing it up with, even if it's just the like you said, Tommy, kind of like saying the words virtual console and not going to be yeah. a thing anymore. It just makes a a mildly underwhelming or just a mild announcement 
into a negative somehow. Yeah. Just through perception. And again, like they must have known that that would come up. So why not counter that by coming out and going, okay, we're going to eventually, what would have been Virtual Console, all of these games are going to eventually show up on this subscription service. Yeah. Because NES games, I don't really care about. Like NES and N64, great. but And especially when a lot of them are like the ones that they have announced, soccer. Tennis, yeah. like just real who cares yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, here's here's a theory for you. Okay. Uh, Aladdin good. <laughs> theory mis- disproven. <laughs> Walt Disney innocent. <laughs> um, Nintendo in the last few years made a lot of money with the NES Classic and the SNES Classic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which was a different format of putting out their old games. Mm-hmm. Other companies who did have games on the virtual console, like uh, the SNK or whoever the Neo Geo is, yep. and yeah. Sega and stuff like that, have made a lot of money by putting out their old games as like individual packages mm-hmm. for sale on the regular shop. Yeah, maybe no one's into the same format anymore. Yeah, maybe right. Nintendo are like we're going to release the SNES and NES Classic two. And mm-hmm. the N64 classic. Yeah. And everyone else is thinking, we're doing this Mega Man collection. Yep. Fuck right. you all. Right. We've we've got other ways of doing this. So maybe no one cares. And also, yeah. like, emulation is easy. Yeah. And just presenting those games blankly with no additions. Like, I think they've recognized that with their NES stuff where they've added the multiplayer and whatever. Mm-hmm. I think you have to go a little bit extra, a little bit further to make somebody pay for stuff like that. Yeah, but what's the cost to them just going, here they all are available to buy at pretty low cost on our eShop? That doesn't, surely that's not like. But maybe the cost is that future potential product you could put out is no longer as valuable. Right. So having yeah. that library available easily reduces the value of a slightly improved version that you could sell for more right. down the track in a different form. With that artificially reduced. Supply, yeah, and making people, you know, grab them off the shelves at Christmas time. And if you've got those thirty games available for a total of fifty bucks on the Switch, or there's an eighty dollars SNES Classic two with the same thirty games, yeah, which do you go for? Yeah, yeah, I don't know that I, I don't know how much I buy that because that's a, yeah, that is a big conspiracy thing where people go, they're just doing this to drive people to the NES Classic and the SNES Classic. But the other thing is. They made those in very limited numbers and they all sold out. So And they were all like people, old Wii parts. Yeah. So people who want them can't get them anyway. So it's totally. not as a strategy, it's like I don't know how much I buy that because it's they're not I mean, if that is the reason, they're just not capitalizing on it. Like No, right. not yet, but maybe like it takes a long time to ramp up hardware stuff and maybe their vision for it has grown in scope since yeah. they initially mm. sort of designed those things. Yeah, I yeah. It's, something's got to be got. I but like I feel like this is often the case with Nintendo. You think like there must be some reason. Yeah, because yeah. surely it's like putting every single game that they've ever released, you know, up until the GameCube on an eShop available to buy. Once you do that, then it's just free money constantly for whoever's buying. Them, You'd imagine right? so, but may, they must have the numbers on that from the last two yeah. consoles they put out that yeah. had that on it. And for whatever reason, it must be less lucrative than we're imagining. Yeah, I guess so. I never fucking bought one. Yeah. I I don't think I did on the Wii. You got 30 of them sitting there on the SNES. Yeah. Classic thing. Like, it maybe just... It it's not as attractive of a a proposition. Yeah. Because technically we can, like, most 
people who would be listening to this would find it pretty easy to go out and emulate any of those games for free right now. Oh yeah, now. you can play them on your Mac. And nobody <laughs> yeah. and but you don't because nobody gives a shit about games that old as much as mm. you remember that like the the only time I ever really do that is to push that button of like, yeah, I remember this for 20 minutes yeah, right. totally. and then leave it. So the actual proposition of paying even five bucks for one, yeah. I would probably not bother doing because I'd know yeah. that it doesn't actually present. I think that if the Switch hadn't been selling, you probably would have seen them break the glass on it by now on yeah. some kind of classics package like if it if you know if they felt like okay maybe people will buy this thing if it's like a handheld snes but i think it's like it's been selling well enough that they just i I think they haven't even i think they just haven't really even thought about it Mm. until now and they're like okay well we kind of we kind of have these little classic things that are selling well and we have this online thing that we want to do but people also want to just buy them outright and I think they're kind of caught at this weird sort of intersection where they're trying to work out, you know, a happy balance between Mm. those three things because in the past it was just like, hey, we've got a new console so what we do is we put all our old games on it on this service Yeah, but it's not as clean cut as that anymore. Like they've got – and, you know, there are still – yeah, if you wanted to be cynical about it, they there are still Wii's and Wii U's out there in 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 you know out there in the world that yeah. they're probably trying to eke a bit more uh, money out of those virtual console things before they you know before they yeah, kill it and rebrand it or and whatever they're doing. Like on the Wii was re- like it took them a little while to get it going on the Wii. Yeah, I remember, and then the Wii U was the exact same thing, but pay for them again. Yeah, basically, mm. I think it was almost like the same library of games even. Yeah, They've but again, they filtered stuff. them out. They timed them and filtered them out again. Like they right, didn't right. with all exactly. of them. Exactly. And so they've had some stuff on the 3DS that was like yep. old Game Boy Advance games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's only really been sort of the last console almost because the Wii to the Wii U was such a short yep. time span that they've been doing this for. And prior to that, their business model was always like, here's a slightly better version of Super Mario 3 yep. on the Game Boy Advance. It's got slightly nicer graphics. Yep. It is full price. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like they, their MO is more often than not to rarely release them and overcharge when they do. Yeah. So the, the sort of virtual console stuff was kind of an aberration for them and they might be going back to, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, or doing something new. It's, well, it's, obviously it, this is a new thing. Yeah. Games there. Yeah, totally. And I, ultimately, I think the important thing as well is that all three of us are kind of tepid on the proposition of even playing them at all for free. Yeah. So how much well, I could think they be making off of if these? If they go every month, there's new ones and we're going to be filtering in SNES and N64 and even GameCube or Game Boy Advance. Yes. Then I am fucking in. For my like, like, for 20 bucks a year, 30 yeah. bucks a year, I am fucking in. For the but subscription I just, thing, but would you buy them if they were sitting there individually? Uh... You know, I probably from time to time I would get exactly what you're saying. I'd go, oh, yeah, cool. I'll pay 10 bucks to play that again and then yeah. play it for half an hour. Like I guarantee I would get tricked time and time again. Right. But I don't care. Like I'm not frothy. Like I'm not chomp. Like, you know, when people have gotten, you know, worked up over why isn't Virtual Console on there yet, it, it hasn't really it hasn't really bothered me too much. Like I don't – yeah, for all the reasons you were saying before, Adam, I don't, I don't particularly care too much about it. Yeah. being on there or not. but I think we in the Wii U, there was a slight difference as well in that I felt even more so than the Switch, there was a bit of a drought of games there. Mm. So being able to go like, ah, oh, Super Metroid is on this now. Cool. Yes. Yeah. 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 Excuse yep. to hold that dumb Wii remote sideways. And yeah. Play it. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, but the, I, I, the, the main thing I want to know about the online thing, the subscription thing is, yeah, what kind of – what's the turnover rate going to be? You know, how, how frequently is new stuff going to be added? Like, yeah, what's the yeah. library ultimately going to look like? Because if it's – if it lives up to its potential, then fucking I'm all in. Because, yeah, the thing of if you're just paying your, your 30 bucks a month to just be able to, like, pick yeah. up and fuck around with something. 30 bucks it, a year. 30 bucks a year, yeah. It's not as much of a, you know, it's not as much of a bummer if you pay 10 bucks outright for something mm. and you go, cool, now I own this thing and I have it sitting on the system when I'm never going to pick it up and yeah. play it again. Right. I, I, the thing I think is possibly more likely and that I'm worried about at least is paying 30 bucks for that year and playing tennis online once. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty dumb. It like just that list of stuff that's on there, but Do, yeah. should we say what they are if if someone hasn't the 10 that they've announced of the 20 are soccer, tennis, Donkey Kong, Mario <laughs> Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, Balloon Fight, Ice Climber, Dr. Mario, The Legend of Zelda and Super Mario Brothers 3. I really like Mario 3. Yeah. yeah. And Dr. Mario is a fun, you know, like little Tetris game. Yeah. yeah. Puzzle um, game on the Switch. Great. Yeah. The first um, Zelda is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not fun. Everything else on that list, like who the fuck wants to play NES tennis yeah. when yeah. there's a billion, there's a Mario great tennis Australian Open <laughs> tennis game that's just come out. I don't need to play the first level of Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah. 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 But then like I... If Dr. Mario was all of a sudden on the Switch eShop for five bucks, I'd buy it. Because I do want to <laughs> fill out my Switch library. Like, I do want more yeah. actually good games. Old, you know, they may be, but I would buy, if there was the entire back catalogue of NES and mm. SNES games, I'd probably buy more than $30 worth in a year. Yeah. So. <sighs> yeah, and... Look, yeah, one good thing about this, and I was ready for this to not be the case, so this was a nice surprise, Yeah, um, that they'll all be playable offline. Because I, before I saw that they'd specified that, I thought, here we fucking go. They're going to fuck this by turning around in a month and going, oh, yeah, by the way, you need to be online to play these NES games. Yeah. So there goes any kind of the fun of any kind of portability of it. That's the other thing to remember too. Like, it's not just the function of playing Mario Brothers on the Switch on your TV. It's the the thing of like being able to like have it on the go as mm. a portable thing for when you're on the plane or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I mean, which probably to some people does add more value. And you know, I guess if you're you know if you're a parent and you've got kids that are that are newer to gaming, like that's mm. kind of one way of looking at it that it is introducing this stuff to a newer generation. But yeah, I just want to know more about what the exactly what the what the volume of the library is going to yeah. be. If they fill that out a bit more, then this is cool. Yeah, the Game Pass thing on Xbox is cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This could be that for old Nintendo games and sick. Guys. I, yeah, I think my issue is that there's nothing else about this subscription service that interests me. Yeah, like well, I'm probably not going to play online. Yeah. And I don't care about cloud saves, so the incentive was going to be maybe some old games or some kind of extra little bonus thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think that I'm well, interested in that either at this point. It, the big theory is that this will launch alongside S- Smash releasing because that's going to be their next big uh, online one and it'll yeah. be their biggest online one, I reckon, by a wide margin. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you know, I think I think just that alone will be enough to make people go, all right, got to do this. Yeah. Um, I think that actually the other thing that I forgot was that 
like the 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 voice chat or the you know instant messaging stuff is apparently potentially third party services like Discord that was mentioned well, somewhere. At this point, it was through the, the iPhone app. app. Yeah, right, right. Which which I think itself, yeah, wasn't maybe its own proprietary system. Maybe I got that wrong, but I feel like I also saw that as well. Yeah, that's that's a rumour that it's Discord. Yeah. 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 I would be extremely surprised if that were the case. If Nintendo were to take it so third, like, I would be very surprised for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, Microsoft doesn't do that because they've got Skype and shit, but, like, I feel every other thing uses their own internal. Yeah. Even Sony and Microsoft do. I, I can't believe that. Nintendo would be the one to go like, and by the way, you can use this fucking thing where people share porn to, to chat. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And already exists and you can already have on your phone as its yeah, own app. Exactly. Like, just to talk, like to use for gaming this chat. This thing that connects to sex lines. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a, actually good, yeah, that is a good point. It's, yeah. it's an unfiltered, unmoderated, you know. Yeah. It'll, it'll be uh, it'll be this dumb smartphone thing probably. Yeah, so. right. Like yeah. Dumbass app. <laughs> well, Say what you will about them. They are a group of complete fuckheads. <laughs> yep. Hey, man, at least they release some brand new games, though, from time to time. <laughs> oh, here Fresh we go. off the conveyor belt. Oh, it's still a bit hot. Don't touch it. Brand new games, such as this week's release, Donkey Kong Country 1. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze came out last week. It's, uh, yeah, a port from... Uh, the Wii U. Mm. Uh, we are one step closer to every single one of those games <laughs> from the Wii U being out yeah, on tr- the Switch. Treasure Track is coming out in a couple of or a month or so, I think. Uh, yeah, that's pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, is that that's the last of them that they've announced? But yeah, surely there'll be still no Mario Maker still that is no relegated Mario to the Maker. Wii U. There'll be a uh, some kind of sequel to that, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than a just a port, <coughs> but. You know what? It'll probably just be a fucking port. Yeah. 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 Um, So, yeah, I played through a pretty decent chunk of this game when it came out on the Wii U. Mm. Um, And, yeah, so this new version is all the same game except that you can play as Funky Kong and he kind of makes the game a little bit easier. You can... He can hover in the air. He can land on spikes and not get hurt. Uh, Right. This game, four years old. Fucking hell. Yeah. I did not know it was that old. 14th of February, 2014. Jeez. Uh, and he also has more hearts. So he makes it a little easier. Um, right. But by no means a cakewalk because a lot of the stuff that he can do, uh, you know, there's still a lot of pretty intense platforming sections where, you know, it doesn't matter how many hearts you have, you're still going to fall through the gap. Right. Die. Um, so. Yeah. Are you playing in Funky Kong mode? I am playing in Funky Kong you mode. You little bitch. I know. Yeah, I didn't. He does. Funky Kong's a fucking narc, man. He looks. <laughs> yeah. He looks like the most like went to a high school. Yes. To try and find out who's dealing weed there. Comp. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I. Yeah. I'm enjoying playing as him. There's. A, yeah. Him. You ha- fucking would. Him you having his. Dibba dobba. Yeah. Yeah. He's. He's cool, man. You can trust him. You can go and. Try and sell drugs to him. He's What's cool. up, kids? I make this whole game easier. Let me just uh, get you over the streets and everything's easier. All right, kids. Something very funny about the fact that he has his surfboard on him and like every time he jumps, he whips out his surfboard right. and does a little trick oh, on it. You kids like to surf? <laughs> uh, there isn't a beach for 20 miles. Yeah, that's not that far. <laughs> you should have said further if you wanted to trick me, a cop. I mean... Uh... <laughs> um. 
Yeah, I I I just the other night got up to the bit that I like ju- like where I kind of tapped out of the Wii U version. Right. So I'm kind of like I switched back to playing as uh, as Donkey Kong because I just kind of wanted to get through the right. stuff that I'd already done before because yeah. This game is... What does Funky Kong change exactly? So he hovers over stuff. I said this mere minutes ago. He's Did got you really? Extra yeah. hearts. Right. I, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> extra hearts. He can oh, hover. Right. Yeah, he can. Uh, yeah, I was he, looking up the date. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he can double jump in the air. 14th he, of February, 2014. He it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good one for me that year. Yeah, I don't know if it was for me either. It's a fucking long time ago, so who <laughs> yeah. can remember? You yeah. wouldn't release a game from then and pretend it was new. Anyway. Um, he basically has the a bit like a combination of, like in the normal game, you have... Diddy Kong, Dixie Kong, and Cranky Kong. Yes, that each have their own abilities, right? And Which Funky all... kind of pro- com- combines all of them. Yeah, right. Two, two of them, Dixie and Diddy, have the same ability, right? Uh, it's Diddy just can hover. just hover. Dixie kind of gives you a little boost up in oh, the air. Okay, like so. Yeah, he, it's extremely similar. It's extremely similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, almost like they probably should have gone back to the well and just had it. Just given one of them a slight more difference. Yes. I remember Dixie spinning her hair to float in the SNES ones. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I guess it's that. And then Diddy has a little jetpack. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. 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 He loves his jetpack. And Cranky bounces on his walking stick. Yep. Yeah. Oh, like... Uh, Scrooge McDuck style. Scrooge mm, McDuck. Yes. Yep. yep. Um, so, yeah, you're playing through this for the first time, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? I think it's fucking great. Yeah. It really reminds me of Rayman Legends. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because it's a really good 2D platformer, but... Like even some of the, this, it feels like there's some musicy stuff that comes in. Yeah, and stylistically too, yeah. it's got it's got a lot of the yeah, it's got a lot of similarities to Most that. I'd say it's closer to that than a Mario game. Yes. Most of the levels have like a unique gimmick of some kind that isn't super gimmicky. Yeah. But it's yeah. like a, a mechanic in each level that you've got to kind of think yep. of. Or at least that is the case in the game. I at first accidentally started playing Donkey Kong Country Returns. <laughs> oh, really? Which <laughs> is the first one of these. Yeah. And that was on the Wii, right? Yeah, yeah it was. So this and was the first reboot and then this is like a sequel to that, so yeah, the, essentially. The, the first one also had a version on the 3DS. <laughs> right. Which right. is what I... Th- anyway, I made a rare error. <laughs> one of my well, it's not made by rare anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so before we started recording, I said, did you end up getting a chance to play this? And you said, I'll talk about it. And me and Ben were sitting here going, what? What? why is he keeping this? All I asked was, did you play it? I didn't <laughs> yeah. even... I didn't ask whether I know, like, you in, liked in it. In conversation, we do like... If we start talking about games off mic, it's like, save it, save it. Yeah. this was different. This was... Like I couldn't get a read on what was going yeah. on. Well, th- that's my experience as an undercover cop <laughs> so, coming through there. So, how much of Donkey Kong Returns did you play before you realised you're playing the wrong game? <laughs> Very little because it started, and I was like, "Ah, oh, shit, Tropical Freeze," because <laughs> there there was no ice, and I was like, "Because I, whenever I read the word freeze, it makes me feel cold." <laughs> And that made me not want to play this game very much. <laughs> I don't do well with like ice levels and shit oh, in games. Wow, they make me feel cold. Wow. I will say when this game first got announced back in 1993, <laughs> I, I did have that because I yeah ice levels no good in a game. They suck. Right. I don't find the ice kind of theme very Floating visually. Floating around on ice is yeah. annoying. I don't mind it. It's it's hard. It's harder than a normal level, but I I, I don't I don't mind it. Visually, like, I don't find it very those kinds of levels very interesting in games. Right. So I was kind of a bit bummed that that was the theme of this. But luckily, uh, all the levels are like islands and they're all fucking jun- jungle. Yeah, they're all jungles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a there's a great video on uh, level design in this game. 
and how it, yeah, most of the levels kind of have two mechanics going on at once and how they'll kind of like introduce one of them to you and then introduce the other one and sort of subtly ramp them up until they're combining them. I'll post it on our Facebook page because it is Mm. a really interesting kind of look at how these are designed. But um, yeah, there's... um, you know, Pretty there's crazy always that a video that old is still on YouTube as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> usually archive that shit. Yeah, it predates YouTube. It's on um, it's on a Google Drive that oh, I have it saved. Was a yeah. .rm file. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was a real player playlist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's so much creativity in the levels. There's. Yep. Uh, yeah, just kind of a level of it, it, in what you're saying uh, with Rayman Legends, like mm. a, a level of kind of um, just kind of attention to detail and inventiveness that you you don't really tend to see in the in the new Super Mario Brothers mm. 2D platformers. Um, yeah, all the worlds are very varied and. Yeah, just so. It's do, do they all take place on the same island? No, again? no, you move okay. islands. No, because yeah. yeah, Donkey Kong Country Returns <laughs> is all on the one island. <laughs> I think I had that. I think I played that on the Wii. It was one it's of the really few good. Games. I've been really enjoying yeah, it. I, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, been a happy accident because this is Retro who's made both of these, right? Yeah. Yes, and yeah. they are currently working on something which no one has any idea what yeah, it is. Yeah, because we right. thought it might have been Metroid Prime Four, but it's not. It's no, not. Yeah. someone else is doing that. That's, I will say yeah. that they, yeah, they kind of. With with this series, they've kind of skewed it a bit more kind of cartoony and a bit more kind of wacky, which yep. the original Donkey Kong Country series always had like a bit of a kind of a weird sort of like f- like t- sinister kind yep. of yep. feel, like a bit of an unsettling yeah. kind of vibe to them in the music and the worlds, which I personally... Definitely the music. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and those those visuals of that time just have an unsettling effect as well. I think. Yeah, that yeah. quasi three D stuff that's not quite right has some uncanny valley stuff that happens to you. Yeah, yeah but they, but a lot of the levels were like you know these. I, I think in Donkey Kong Country two, there's like this like swampy, mm-hmm. you know the and then there's the beehive levels with all the brambles and stuff. Sure, and just like the thunderstorms and raining and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and for me personally, that aesthetic I kind of like a little bit more than what these guys have done with this but yeah yeah i i, I mean th- but then they've ended up kind of giving these their own sort of personality well i don't feel like there's that strong of an aesthetic like there's i think maybe a personality is a fair way to describe it yeah. but it is all a little bit shiny and cartoony and and childlike it's mm. closer to the new super mario brothers aesthetic if anything but what is it's it very saving clean grace looking and it is cl- of, yes yeah. clean and shiny but yeah the design and the creativity there is what makes it fantastic. And I think it is a really fantastic so, yeah. The levels and are very well designed and the music is really great yeah. in Donkey Kong Country Returns. <laughs> so I assume that it's the same case. It, it's quite good in, in Tropical Freeze. Yeah, I like yeah. the music. Yeah, The minecart levels, which were a staple of the Donkey Kong Country series, they've yep. kind of Including like... Returns. Ex- they, <laughs> they've expanded on that. And I, kind I, of, I really like those. Yeah, they do uh, yeah. a bit of like kind of three-quarter perspective where yep. the camera will kind of tilt around and then you have to hop between tracks oh, and... Mm. That doesn't happen in Returns. <laughs> <laughs> and for you to be lambasting this game for being old when you've been playing one that's even older... Twi- just twice its age, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it just thinking about it, I, I really am busting to see what Retro have been working on. Yeah. And I hope we see it at E3 because I was thinking about it today how I think they've done... They, they, they've done really great work on these games. Like, I think they're two of the best 2D platformers out there, but they are still ultimately kind of carrying on this lineage that 
someone else started. Right. And it's not just that, you know, it's not just that they're working with an existing IP. Like there's all these, you know, like the overworld music is the same from, you know, the original Donkey Kong Country games and Mm -hmm. having to throw minecart levels in there. And I hope that whatever they've been working on is just them being given an IP, but just doing whatever they want with it, like right. kind that, of like establishing like a fresh, like they did with Metroid Prime. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That was, so, I mean, they were still, it was the same as sort of 2D to 3D Zelda where they kind of changed it completely yeah. right. with the same ideas as the, the 2D Metroid yeah. games. And I love those games, mm. the Metroid Prime ones. And it's so cool to see that they can do these two very different styles of things yeah. to pretty much the same level of quality. Yeah, sure. So whatever they're working on now, I hope it's a third different thing, same as you. Yeah, like right. they've done a great as job in with brand this. new or like a F-Zero, like taking a... Well, like, yeah, sure, being, whatever. Yeah. Whatever name it has, right. I'm yeah. slightly don't give a shit about because I want to see them have a new idea. Yes, of, sure. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I want to see them do something fresh with an existing IP because they've right. done a great job here, but they there are certain kind of things of this being a rebooted... Uh, franchise that they've had to sort of like adhere to, and even though they've done it very well, like yeah, I think I, I like I think they're just such a they're such a talented studio that mm. yeah, I'm really keen to see what they've been uh, what they've been cooking up. So ice to- climbers RPG, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd I be like right. the ice climbers. <laughs> sure, I don't know what the fuck I that wanna, world looks like. I want to yeah. see tennis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so have you? Did you actually play Tropical Freeze Nox or not? No, no okay. You <laughs> I own have, it though. You told me you own it. I know I do, and but. <laughs> I thought it anyway. Whatever. It's I own the Wii U one, and I was like, "Oh, the 3DS is here. I don't want to like set up the Wii U." Oh yeah. So okay. that that was the initial reason, but then right. I realized my mistake. Yeah, sure. But now I'm going to go through returns because I do kind of like playing the first one before the second yeah. one anyway. Yeah. yeah. So this is ended up being a, a, a nice accident. Yeah. Right. So I kind of wish that they had like you know with Bayonetta porting that over. How you could yeah. then also get it came packaged in with number one. Yep. I kind of wish they had done that with this. It's but not. Yeah, it's not like it's 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 unplayable. Like it's, yeah. it's just another two D platformer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So where are you up to? I'm now up to World Five, the Juicy yeah. Jungle, yeah, which same. looks incredible. Yeah, it's such great. a visually stunning world, world, world. Four for me. Okay, so cool. I guess World Negative Seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, the boss battles in this are. Fucked. They're fucked, but they're fucked in the way that they used to be when you were a kid, yeah. and they are just as satisfying to to beat. Yes, like, I I have not had so much fun or satisfaction in beating a boss or any enemy in a game for fucking ages. Yeah, right. It's so good. It's really classic um, platform, uh, platform, Pat- pattern, pattern recognition, yeah. but also um, precision skill. Like I mentioned to you, Tommy, the the fish boss. There are bits where you have to fucking weave between spikes in yeah. water, which is always you know annoying in a platformer. Yeah. But man, doing it when you've got that one heart left, yeah. and you get it, and it's just right, and you you get you get out of there with the skin of your teeth. It it's is so such a good. Tense play that remastered Dark Souls when it comes out. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. That, it's such a tense game. Like so many when I was yeah. playing it through the first time, just real points of me going, "Is this fun anymore?" Like, yeah, yeah. Really, like nearly snapping the controller in half. Just absolutely being so furious Mo- about what I was playing. Moments in boss fights where I was like. I'm bored having to do all this stuff again. Yes. Because I'm so good at it now. Yes. And this new mechanic or this new twist, I fuck, I get I just missed it that other time and now I know. 
and yeah, it's all it's all so boring to get back to that point. Yeah, but yeah, like that satisfaction is nothing ugh. worse than yeah, in a boss like you feel like you're near the end and then you die and you're like your first thought is, oh, I've got to do it all again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the worst. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I can't recommend it enough. If you've got a switch, uh, mm. it's and you like platformers, it's it's a no brainer. Yes, it's uh, heaps of fun. It looks great. Controls super well. Yes. Um, yeah. If you yeah. feel like it, Donkey Kong Country Returns as well. <laughs> also yes. a very good game. Only available. Oh, I guess we we original Wii and the 3ds. Right. Yep. Right. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. It's very rare that I make a mistake. <laughs> And it finally happened. It's so you. I love it. The first time right. since since the release of the original Tropical Freeze, it's been it's been a long time. Yeah, wow. More than four years. Wow. This happened when we we did Super Metroid for our bonus Patreon. I guess it was. The, was it the first one? Yeah. I bought it. I bought it on. I bought it on the 3ds, but I couldn't play it because I had an old 3ds. Oh, and it needed the new 3ds. Thing. Yeah, and so I was like. Well, fuck, I just paid 20 bucks for Super Metroid. That's crazy that it let you buy it. I know. Isn't it <laughs> fucking annoying? <laughs> so, look, we've all made mistakes. Except one, for one me. In I'm in the years. clear at this point. Yeah, shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> fuck. Um, you well, owned a Wii U for a long time. Maybe that's... <laughs> yeah. That <yeah>. counts. <laughs> no, not not so much having it for a long time. Buying it day one. Yeah. That was yeah. the mistake. Going oh. into JV Hi-Fi. Felt, you know... Something in my gut didn't feel good going in there, but I went, well, you know, I've 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 put my deposit down. Ugh. And sure it's refundable, but that's just a bit of a hassle, isn't it? In I go. Fuck. Oh well, at least all these games are only ever gonna be available on the Wii U, so I'll be able to be comfortable with my purchase knowing that I could never have bought them on another system that'll come out down the line. Yes. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um well I guess we'd better uh wrap it up for this section of the show. Indeed. Um after the after the break. Yep. Uh well, we've got a, a sponsor actually. Oh yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right, boys. We have a sponsor. Yay! Hooray! Now, uh, you you guys are men. We all get it, right? Absolutely. Oh, we get it. We get it daily. We it, get it nightly. <laughs> it being, of course, facial hair. Yes. Yes. We now, get it daily, uh, and I get it nightly. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the thing about facial hair is that it looks good on some people. Hello, boys. Doesn't look great on other people. And you know what? It doesn't look good on anyone usually is not being trimmed and kept. Uh, uh, Harry's razors. Yeah. Do you guys see uh, Ben Cousins today? No, I did not. He's like he's on the lamb or something. He was on parole. <laughs> like he was he was working for the Eagles, and then he didn't show up. And then I think some cameras caught him. Giant. Like weird half grey beard looked terrible. Not finely groomed. Right. Well, you need to be finely groomed, but you know what? It can be expensive to finely groom mm. yourself, especially mm. with razors. Well, Harry's can save you about a hundred dollars a year if you are a frequent shaver. Well, wow. that's three and a bit Nintendo Online subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's products have won it's countless slightly less than a SNES classic. <laughs> <laughs> They've also won countless grooming awards, the same as Nintendo. Uh, it's and a little ke- bit more than Donkey Kong Country Returns was when it first came out <laughs> on the Wii U. And I mean, Harry's Wii. will keep you looking and feeling great, even if you're four years past your prime you know what's weird <laughs> it looks like donkey kong shaves because he's, yeah. he's covered in hair yeah you're right yeah he's, he's got a homer face he's not fuzzy he, yeah he's hairy but he's like he's clean shaven he's around the, the mush mm. um that's butthole <laughs> <laughs> so 
What's your favourite thing about shaving with Harry's? I'm uh, nice to ask here. Uh, well, it's that lathery gel stuff is the best I've ever used. Yeah, that's so it, good. It actually stops you from getting razor burn or sting or anything. It's mm. uh, it's and it's like a moisturiser as well. It's fucking sick. Nice. Yeah, I like feeling that burn, so I'm going to do it dry. Okay. Well, uh, uh, here's news <laughs> for you. Harry's razors, the actual razor. I also tried it without the gel, and it doesn't burn you at all either. It's just. Oh, fucking smooth. Looks like I'm going back to using my fingernails. <laughs> Your fingernails? Well, they're the cheapest one, but Harry's is all about a great shave at a fair price, which is why over three million guys have switched to Harry's. That's a yeah. hell of a lot of guys. Yeah. Jeff and Andy, two ordinary guys as oh, well. I thought you were about to just read out the names of all of the people <laughs> yeah. who switched over to Harry's. Jeff, Andy, Andy. oh my God, we're going to be here all night. Uh, well, Jeff and Andy are the two most important ones, even though they're just ordinary. They were fed up with getting charged an arm and a leg for razor blades, and they started Harry's to fix shaving. Wow. Shaving was broken, and they fixed it by stripping out the unnecessary features. We'd love to know how that conversation got started, where they worked mm. out that they both had a mutual dislike for how much they were paying for razors. Probably yeah. each of them uh, covered in like tissue paper <laughs> and yeah. empty wallets going like, there has to be a better way. <laughs> well, Jeff, there isn't. Oh. Let's make one. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Uh, they um, got rid of like the vibrating handles and heated blades and a 15 lubricating strips and all that bullshit that yes. you don't really need. Yeah. And the unnecessary cost to deliver customers one perfect razor at an amazing price. Now, I read that wrong. You certainly did. made it did. sound like that was an unnecessary cost. They <laughs> yeah. got rid of the unnecessary costs in order to deliver customers one perfect razor at an amazing price. Did I read right. it wrong or was it written wrong? Mm, we'll never know. Aladdin, no good. A good shave comes down to <laughs> Aladdin. good blades. Very, very clean shave. Good Aladdin. blades and good technique is what a good shave is about. Jafar, facial hair. Yeah. So. He's exactly. Like, he's sculpting that. Yes. The little sultan, he's got a big beard. Yeah. Uh, because Harry's owns the factory, they're able to deliver amazing quality blades for just $2 a blade compared to the $4 or more you'll pay at the drugstore. They own the factory. They wow. don't have to obey the law. They control they the means do of production. What they want there. <laughs> do you think the genie shaves? Or do you uh, think he just magics that facial hair magics, that he wants? Yeah, yeah, depending on which bullshit 80s celebrity he's in. You know what feels like magic? Harry's razors. <laughs> All the products are backed by a 100% quality guarantee, unlike Aladdin. And here's a special <laughs> offer if you need even more. Harry's you don't so think Disney is a 100% quality guarantee? Absolutely not. not like, wow. You shouldn't like, like them either. They do not like you, I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's is so confident that you're going to love their blades. They'll give you their trial shave set for free when you sign up at harrys.com slash filthy casuals. Just pay for shipping. You can claim your free trial offer from Harry's today. $13 value for free when you sign up. Just cover the shipping at harrys.com slash filthy casuals. Free trial set includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, Ooh, Ben's yeah. favorite, yeah. and a travel blade cover so that you can take that blade on a plane Fuck and yes. really show those motherfuckers what you're about <laughs> so to get your free trial go to harrys.com slash filthy casuals right now that's harrys.com slash filthy casuals and on behalf of all of us here at filthy casuals it's going to be for you a whole new world of shaving ah oh, mamma mia the musical <laughs> i feel good <laughs> what do you think's better mamma mia or aladdin oh uh, now this is a loaded question Yes I, I will answer this question cryptically Go ahead At least when I've watched Aladdin People weren't fucking singing along in the cinema okay. Like the time I went and saw Mamma Mia <laughs> yeah. well, That was such out. a cryptic answer Adam What did that mean? <laughs> it means Well it doesn't give you a definitive answer Right okay You like Abba though right? 
I don't mind some ABBA. I'm real okay. up and down on ABBA. Was this right. another one of those movies that your parents forced you into seeing <laughs> so to they get could you out fuck. of the house so they could fuck <laughs> in <laughs> 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 your bed? <laughs> this, was, this was a movie I saw with my girlfriend at the time and her family. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Not into it. They were all music teachers as well. <laughs> one of the Music teacher, music teacher. Uh, like she was a music teacher as well and uh, the dad played in an orchestra. Wow. So they were like, like if you got it a bit wrong, they were like, nope. Oh, so they were into it, but in a strict way. Yes, exactly. I I thought maybe they might have disliked it because it's a popular musical. No, no, no. They disliked anyone being slightly off key. You know what the most fun way to have fun is? With set defined rules (laughs) and firm, sharp criticism of any (laughs) deviance from those rules. Ah, There's a sequel to that. Coming down the pipe. Yeah. And oh boy, I can already tell I'm going to be guilted into seeing it with my parents. Is it going to be called Mamma Mia, Here I Go Again? Yes, it, it is. Uh, it is. Be. Yeah, nice. It actually is. Awesome. That's it looks god awful. <laughs> I saw a trailer for it before Isle of Dogs. Oh. Isn't that misreading your target audience? These people seeing this Wes Anderson oh, puppet dog movie. I don't know. They're it's, going to be into this. It's a little bit early 30s yeah. girl. Oh, God. Yeah, so you. Yeah. <laughs> love that movie, by the way. I love really, dogs. Really, really good stuff. Great. Uh, I love Wes Anderson. I'll probably see. I, I'm, I'm going to wait until Mama 3 comes out and buy the whole box set. <laughs> <laughs> Is this good related stuff. to Big Mama's house? <laughs> <laughs> this film? <laughs> Big Mama Mia's house? Yeah, Big Mama, famously Italian. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Anyway, yes, we are now going to say a uh, an informal goodbye. Sure, because um, the episode will keep going, but... Be aware that there are spoilers for the recently released God of War game and yep. probably the previous ones too. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you want to listen to this God of War returns. Bit, we're <laughs> yes. we're going to go fully into completely spoiling God of War. So yep. if that's not something you want to hear, this is the end of the episode. We'll yep. leave a break and then... So yep. if you haven't played it yet, fuck off and good riddance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you have played it, Welcome to the sealed section. <laughs> now, we do a sealed section on our other podcast, Knox. Yeah. And uh, I've started putting the start of Kiss from a Rose as the oh, transition music. Oh, that's okay. good. Because it uh, reminds me of Seals. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Seals probably would like that. Can you song. do yeah. crazy for this? Sure. <laughs> sure. Which Absolutely. crazy? The Seal song. Oh, right. I think I don't know. Not the Niles Barkley. No. Crazy? No, not that one. No, I no. I not these days. Maybe. Yeah. No. Um, this is all you. stuff from God of War, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, speaking of not like, all right, so where do we start with this? Tommy, we should explain your situation first. Yes. Early 30s, single. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of propositions. <laughs> I had an impulse to say something that I would have said if we were off air, but I was stifling. I was like, I don't reckon it's cool to say that. Just because we've got into a spoiler section, it's not like up late. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm I'm not quite at the end. I've been playing through, but... Uh, I think, yeah, once we get up to the bit that I'm at, I am going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. It's yeah. fair. I, and yeah. Anybody listening, feel free to do the same. Yeah. Yes, I'm really glad that I didn't get spoiled at all. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I really liked the story. and um, There's it, one yeah. particular bit that had a massive impact impact on me personally. Is that going to come after Tommy's left? No. Oh, good. Okay, okay cool. Because yeah. I didn't have it spoiled. Yeah, I was, uh, I was contemplating, um, yeah, just, just, you know, just 
copping it and and going through the whole thing with you guys. But yeah, I played a big chunk this afternoon, and I went, no, I, I actually really am into this. Like, yes. it, it would be a shame. So yeah, there's I'm a gonna... couple more things coming up for you that you yeah. want yeah. spoiled as well. For example, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll I'll tap out when we when yeah when we've exhausted all the stuff. I know I'll yeah. uh, I'll I'll put the microphone down. I'll leave Ben's apartment mm-hmm. and I'll go uh, out. To the front of his house and blow my brains out. Great, <laughs> yeah, awesome. So, well, I guess that means we'll be going through the game in chronological order and yeah. just sort of I guess. talking about. If you're still listening to this brazenly, or we're kind of drifting in <laughs> and out, I maybe. Like the idea. Someone going, I bet it's not as bad as they're hyping it up but to I, me. I kind of drift out of what people are saying on podcasts from time to time. Yeah, so right. So, just to reiterate, we're going to be talking about the story of God of War and like the kind of whole game going through piece by piece. Yes, and saying our thoughts because we've we've already talked about the gameplay. And that yeah. aspect, like the you know more superficial um, aesthetic, you know aspects to the game. So this really is going to be about the story, and it's a very like cinematic game and very deliberately story focused. Yes. Mm. So that's the point of this. So if you don't want it to be spoiled, go away. And if you do want it to be spoiled and you haven't played it, congratulations for being an adult. Right. But also <laughs> you're making the wrong decision. Yeah. It is better to play through it yourself if you have any interest in it. Yeah. If you're not in a situation where you ever will. Sure, sure. Then whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. unfortunate. You can listen to this. I think you'll be quite bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so where to begin? I, I keep like w- while I've been playing it in the kind of couple of hour chunks, I've sort of been meaning to, uh, you know, I've thought of stuff to talk about and I've been meaning to take notes and, and whatever else. But it's just it's so much happens. Like it's just kind of almost overwhelming mm. the amount of stuff there is to focus on. So I kind of don't really – uh, know where to begin. So I feel like the first few hours are pretty straightforward. Mm. You kind of meet these characters and their entirety of what they are doesn't really get revealed to you yet. Yes. So we can probably skip ahead a little bit yep. over like you start, you've got your kid, you know your wife's dead, uh, stranger shows up at your door, beats the shit out of you. You're like, okay, it's not safe here and we're going to take your mother's ashes to the top of the mountain. Yeah. And that's kind of it. And so that that intro sequence is great. Like the the stranger turning up, yep. it really throws a lot at you like really quickly. Like mm. as a device where you kind of like you, you learn to fight and you learn about the Spartan rage through all that kind of stuff. Like mm. that's so well done. And the way he's like taunting you and um, – uh, you know, saying this doesn't even hurt me. Like I thought, all yeah. that was really, really well done. Like it, it really, yeah, it set itself up to me pretty quickly. Of like, oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah, this is gonna be a great game. It sets up the tone of the story that it has very well, and also I think does a good job of somehow letting you know that all of these things that aren't being explained will be. Yeah, and yes. that all this stuff that you're not really sure of where you stand with everything will get explanations later on like yeah. It's, yeah. it's not mysterious it's not annoying that it's mysterious it's nah. intriguing it's, it's by the way my yeah. friend didn't realize that you were in control of that bit with the stranger <laughs> and just sat there going wow he's really beating the shit out of me fuck <laughs> 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 it, it it manages to like find this really good line as well because i think and we mentioned it when we reviewed it i think like for people who've played the previous games there's a lot of stuff that is implied that it's kind of like referencing in that early bit and it doesn't go all out and and just put it on the table it leaves it yeah. there to be you know absorbed contextually or not definitely and, at and least it, straight uh, very early on it's yeah. a lot of like i know your secret is like oh, my secret dies with me fuck off yeah but it also has the same attitude about uh things that are 
we assume yet to happen in this story. So yeah. I think anyone who's playing it gets the same feeling of like, there's a lot going on in the background here. It's not necessarily relevant right now. And that's cool because the experience is so enjoyable. Yeah. Well, even so the stranger he's introduced and I, I've, I, he's, he, even the point that I'm at, you, you've, uh, I've overheard him at one, I've turned up to a bit when you get the head. Yes. What's that guy's name? Mimir. Yes. Yeah, and he's talking to him when you turn up. You're climbing but along then, the edge of the mountain there. Yeah. Right? yeah. But then he Over leaves. Overhearing. <laughs> and so he, it kind of seems like, oh, this guy's going to kind of, when you first meet him at the very start, it's like, oh, this, this guy's going to just kind of be turning up throughout the whole game. And then, yeah, the point that I'm at, I still haven't really seen him again. Sure. Like I'm sure. assuming that it builds to me having an encounter with him eventually, but – you know, it, I, I that just the way that that's set up, and then just all this other stuff ends up happening. Yes, because it goes very like you. You hear a lot about Odin and Thor from yep. that point, and you meet Thor's two dipshit sons. Yep, who are idiots. <laughs> yes, um, and but like fu- in the best way. You know, they're Nolan North and uh, Trey. Parker? Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Yeah, right. The two. Yeah, of them, cool. I, I quite like. That's it. That's awesome. A fun little casting thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's really well. That fight between them is really well done. Where yeah. you go into the bits where you're surrounded by lightning and having to oh, you spin around and, and like bop them off the right shield. Douchebags yeah. are like, "I'm gonna fuck your mum, boy." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're gonna <laughs> fuck yeah. her. Yeah. That's yeah. why she died because I fucked her. Yeah. They're like just the the most meat-headed dudes, and I really like that overall thing about this. It, it, same as the, or similar to the first God of War games, it's like very real person take. On what these gods are like. Yes. The this version where they're all just dicks. Right. Yeah. And like real nasty dick. Like just if you gave some douchebag that level of power. Yeah, yeah. And and it comes across as that. I think that's like, one of the best things about it, that the language in it is very like modern day, how people sure. talk now. Sure. Down to like there's bits of slang and there's uh, that that characters use. Like I really like that it's not like you know, rooted in some kind of, you know... When the world snake said who up, that was kind of <laughs> weird to me. <laughs> yeah. But other than that... So, yeah, you go... You, you leave your place, you you float onto this lake, that you see the world snake. Yeah. Uh, he's a giant. He is. Uh, he's not just big, he is a giant. He is a giant. There are giants, and you learn that the giants weren't necessarily all giant. Yeah. But they're just like another race of things, like the gods almost. You can't put too much logic onto anything the game is ever telling you ever as well. Yeah, You have to sure. keep it very fantasy. Uh, you meet that witch in the yep. woods. Yep. Who uh, later on you discover more about who she is. Yes. You'd have been up to that point, Tommy. Yes. So her being Freya, I thought nothing of at the time because I didn't really understand who Freya was. Mm. Sure. And that does get explained more later. It certainly does. Uh, <laughs> you know, you've been in the room, Tommy. We're having to tiptoe around some shit. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Just really tell kind me. of uh, spoiling it. <laughs> just really, just tell me when you want me to leave and I will <laughs> tap out. No, well, let's, you, you go. You, you give us some more stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah, you drive it. So the bit that now. I've just done is uh, the, the boy gets... Uh, well, not killed, but he gets attacked and, yep. and is unconscious. So you have to like heal him. Uh, you to do that, you have to go into hell and in Helheim. Order to, Helheim. And in order to do that, you get uh, these two blades. You go back to your house and you get 
These two blades. Yeah, these two random blades. Yeah. So, <laughs> this, so they're is, from the other games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gathered that. This is because you never played any of the other no. ones. And you did? Yeah. So this like this little sequence here and all of the just tiny references that there have been to the earlier games were very fucking cool to Yes. Me. The the sequence, yeah, where you get the the blades of chaos. Right, like after you walk onto that boat from yes. there until you start swinging those fuckers around. That, that bit yeah. is great. And see, that's that's my favorite thing about it so far is that you so far the bulk of what I've been doing is go into an area, get this thing and then you have to go back through. But mm. the way that you like someone in our Facebook group was complaining about the backtracking, but mm, I just yes. I think it's done so well because Agreed. you <clears throat> you have something added, so you're kind of going back through. You're not going back through beat by beat. You're kind of shortcutting because you've unlocked something that makes yeah. it quicker, yeah. and kind of different stuff is happening on the way back through. So it's it's yeah. interesting. It's not just, and this is also good. It's not just having a treasure chest that you can access now because you've got you know the fiery blades. It's yeah, it's other stuff as well, but. I really liked going like, oh, fuck, I can see what's in that thing because yes. I am trying to collect, you know, as many blahs as possible. You know, like I'm try- yeah. I am trying to get everything. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one bit and I don't remember specifically what it was, but I remember having the thought one time like, oh, I'm having to go through this. Right. Yeah, there was one part where it was a little just like, okay, I need to physically just move through this space. I, I think there's one bit I, I, I don't think I can talk about it yet where it's like you go back to literally the same location Right, and you have to traverse that location in a different way, which was I was I had thought of like this might be tedious, but it turned out not to be. Yeah, I think it, w- it was a very short period of time where yeah. I was like, ah, this is the same as it was the last time. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. But- that that boat sequence is the fucking coolest fucking thing. Yeah, the, where for- you get on the boat to go back to get yeah. the blades. Yeah, that yeah. it looks amazing. Like yeah. the sky is like. Orange and yep. there's like a storm happening. The and music in this game they fucking nailed as yeah. well. Yeah, just that little dumb blah 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 little yeah. theme that Kratos had. Whenever that yep. like comes up, it it does a very good job going like, oh fuck, yes, yeah. And even yeah. that, it moves automatically for you, so you're just sitting there, but it still uses the the way that it uses the downtime where you're moving between things to have these. Bits of kind of exposition happening and the and the you know the head talking to you once you have him yeah like the way that's kind of all rolled out in these bits where you're not just you know moving through the water on a boat yeah like sort of not really doing anything for five yeah. minutes like it's making sure that it's kind of packing you know packing stuff into those moments it's yep. all interesting as well mm. and yeah. like I remember seeing uh, I watched some interview with Corey Barlog who was the like mm-hmm. director of this game. And he was saying when they got the head, they were like, oh, shit, we could just have him met all these characters because he's yeah. like this old clever guy. Yeah. So having someone who's actually like not going like, oh, well, the books say that this person did this. Having someone who's like, yeah, Thor's a cunt. Yes. That guy's a fucking dickhead. Yeah, yeah. And is, it's so far for fun me, it's it. like every time you lock on to thinking like, okay, here's what the game is. I'm just going to be doing this for the rest of the time. Then, you know, then you have this head who's, joining you on your journey now and he's talking to you constantly and that like I was so surprised to get the blades you know not because of you know having any attachment to the old games but because I was like fuck I'm a fair chunk of the way through this and I'm unlocking because it's not like you've constantly been unlocking new weapons no the whole way through it's just all of a sudden quite deep into the game Hey, cool, have this now. Yes. And I remember having the thought like, oh, fuck, I haven't used left on the D-pad, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then going into an area and it and they just control so differently where you can like 
grapple people into you and and there's yeah. like an area of effect attack almost and yeah they control or they feel at least they probably are significantly different if you put the two side by side but they feel like the first game totally absolutely which is so fucking impressive with this change of perspective and all of that that yep. it feels just as smooth and good well that's i think what underlined how good that transitional sequence was because yeah. it was good in a cinematic way and a nostalgic way and then it also felt exactly the same as it used to and but better probably totally mm. it felt fucking great like yeah. it was cool anyway and yes. but then having that little uh earned bit of like remember the old games yes and like the little things of him like telling the boy earlier like don't ever go down in that little cool yeah. space sure yes uh, the wrappings on the on the wrists yeah. which is the marks from the chain like well because they yeah. used to be fucking burned into his arms was yeah. like his curse or whatever yeah so how he got them off but like yeah that bit was fucking rad <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's it might be the best bit. Like the story, you know, is good and it's it 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 uh, concludes in a really satisfying way. But in terms of like pure energy and impact, that yeah. might be the high point of the game. Being able to put the big fucking crescendo on it by having them control cool <laughs> yes. as well. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's really effective. As like the best way that a cutscene should be is to build up to something awesome that you do. Yes, yeah. Which sure. is exactly that. The yeah. uh, the the fight with the dragon just after you've come out of the mine. Yeah. is awesome. Yeah, like just the yeah. fucking scale of the shit that you do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And just at a point where I was sort of thinking, you know, when we reviewed it, I was, uh, you know, really comparing it pretty heavily to Uncharted in the sense of yep. like, the exploration and the linear sort of feel of it. And I was kind of at a point where I was just starting to go, I think the thing that it doesn't have that Uncharted has over it is like kind of these big set pieces, which then that happens and it's yep. like <laughs> it's attacking you as you're going up the elevator and then you're on the on the top of the mountain and you have to you know, actually fight it in a more traditional boss kind of way. I was like, oh, okay, no, there's there's set pieces in this. Yes. And I like I like uh, it, how, and I said this in the review, like it's 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 very, it's so video gamey, like it's it's so cinematic, but it does like you know the boss fights that you do, they feel like you know very traditional like pattern recognition yeah, and yeah. like. Uh, you know the dragon. You have to like get the um, get the whatever it is, the bomb kind of thing, then throw it at the right time. Yep. Like it feels like you're almost in a two D platformer, like playing an old school video game totally. boss. Like having it, these two weapons that you eventually get as well. Yeah, to, that you switch between and have very different functions. Yeah, yeah. It, it works great. Yeah, yep. it never gets lost in you know feeling like a cinematic experience where you're just pushing a button every now and then mm. and it it does have a couple of annoying things that you know th- where you're trying to chop down a thing or whatever and it's like press r1 now to swing the axe it's like why right, <laughs> like yeah, this yeah, adds yeah. nothing like yeah. but but yeah it 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 like all of it is just yeah the fact that it feels really 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 gamey like an almost like an old just the the way it's presenting itself is almost like a yeah 16-bit game almost almost in two halves in a way where you could just kind of barrel through the story and then do all the side stuff which is kind of what i did yeah right like all those valkyries and shit like that Mm. have you seen any of them no, I've done one side quest. Right, okay. Right, I have now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's like there's heaps of side shit that yeah. is very separate yep. to to the main game, which I think is a good decision. Yeah, yeah agreed. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That it doesn't bog down anything. And I, I ended up getting over 
the idea of like I've got to get everything on my way through. Right. And go back there whenever. Yes, yes totally. Yeah. I, I know you've you've underlined. I think it's true how gamey it feels. But I also think that like for that you know period of the game before you get the second weapon, the um, sort of naturalistic and subtle like way that the axe is treated, it's just so like it becomes second nature of mm. in terms of how you use it and the play. Like I feel like it's really well integrated. To an extent that a melee weapon hasn't been for me in a game before. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, and, and then the second weapon comes along, and I liked it just as much. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Both weapons are my two favorite weapons. And it, yeah, it be- from any game for a long time. Yeah, right. It becomes more gamey, but it doesn't devalue either one of them. Yeah, in a way. they like, both have kind of different functions and different speeds and pa- and like mm. different moves that you end up unlocking for both of them. Yes. Yeah, yes. and the way that you can equip, like you can kind of choose what your secondary attack, you get like two yep. slots to kind of yes. play around with and yeah. the, the, the like the degree of customization is is really cool. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the that kind of like real deep sort of RPG element to it. Yeah, which I, I liked. I got into, you know, like the the crafting and shit like that and the mixing and matching the runes and the yep. the uh talismans and the enchantments yep. like i got i you know i'd really got into collecting that stuff and, and using it is, them. i mean yeah it is a bit overwhelming when you start it's one of those things where you open it up and there's like every menu has like four sub menus to it like yes yeah. definitely a lot of the stuff early on of like oh you picked up this thing well here's everything <laughs> about how this works <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah true See you later true yeah there are certain things that you pick up where it kind of stops the game and it kind of freezes to and show you... it makes you, you push the buttons yeah, and go through. Yes, true, yeah. yeah which, which maybe had to be done to make all that stuff manageable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. I, I don't know how else they would have done it. Like yeah. it's, it. It's just a little bloated, maybe more yeah. so than it needs to be because I didn't end up really interacting with any of the armor stuff that much. Right, right. I don't know that I did in any meaningful way. I just got the best one that I could. The, yeah. the fact that there are like this six or seven stats or whatever, and I never really thought too hard about which of them yeah, I was Yeah, I sure kind of haven't yeah. been. I've just been looking. If they're all going to go, if enough of them are going to go up a little bit, <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll get that one then. Hey, yeah. A lot of green there. Yeah. Let's go. That's yep. what I say about both video games mm-hmm. and any place that has Kush, my man. Fuck oh, yeah. Dude. I love to smoke that 420. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess I should probably tap out. I guess Very so. Very broadly speaking, the of... acting's fucking sick. Yep. Yeah. And the further in you go, the better those actors get in yeah. that role because there's a lot of growth in some of those characters. Yes. There's a bit of a spike in growth as well towards, you know, the last quarter probably. Yeah. Which I want to talk about a couple of aspects of that as well. So, yeah, maybe... Uh, yeah, hop in your little go-go mobile. <laughs> fuck off there, Tommy. All right, bye, guys. <laughs> See you later, Tommy. Oh, I think we, now we got to fucking wait for him to leave. Oh, he's and packing up we, all his shit. We can't keep talking. Packing up my laptop. <laughs> oh. Just make sure I've got everything. That's my phone. Are you going to walk out with the mic still on? Yeah. Um, yeah okay, you, that's, you got I got my keys. keys. I got my wallet. Yep. That's my lappy. I'm leaving my... Uh, I'll see you guys on Saturday. Yeah, okay. That's right, right, listeners. We're doing something on Saturday. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Bye. (laughs) Bandcamp.com slash whatever we are. Now remember to slam the door, Tommy. (laughs) And he's too weak to... Yes. There he goes. Okay, he did it. Now that the men are out of the room, we can talk about Thrush. Uh, A famous ad campaign in Australia, for anyone confused by that. Yes. Uh, He can probably still hear us. The bit where Atreus gets all up himself is the only yep. part of this game where I was like, ah, right. okay. Right, but it, that had to happen for the story structure. It did, I just think it wasn't done well. 
Okay. I think it was very sudden. And so the one thing... It was thing, sudden. I, I, I agree with that. It was super quick. And then when he came out of it, though, he was like, was I really doing that shit? So the, the one thing that may make me go back and change my opinion on it is if in the second one it turns out like, oh, because he's Loki, he has some fucking shit going on in his brain where he's got split personality. Right, sure. Or something. Or, or there was some kind of trigger that... Because I, I don't necessarily think I picked on up on why it happened, but it, I think it was more yeah. like he was exposed to more of the world, which Kratos doesn't want to expose him to yeah. before he's ready. So it's like it is just him growing up, becoming a god and having that triggered a little bit early. And it very much makes sense to me that... Uh, teenage kid finding out he's a god would be a cunt about it absolutely yes it just it it felt like it was written for the plot first and then like just yes. not quite done as smoothly as the rest of it yeah yeah right because he gets all arrogant and then he gets sick is that how it goes uh, no he gets sick and because he, he doesn't know he's a god when he's gets sick that's, that's why right that's why he's getting sick yes yeah. yeah sorry yeah and it's like that Fucking with In, his head. Internal love uh, co- yeah. conflict, yeah. Do you know, I think the thing less than Atreus's behaviour was more Kratos because he's been so quick to slap his son on the fucking head yeah. if he gets, uh, you know, an arrow wrong. Sure, and yes. And then his son's being a real piece of shit and killing the brother and all this shit. Yeah. And he doesn't go like, hey, Atreus, fuck up for a second. Well, I think that's an interesting... Um, uh, not contrast, but sort of reflection of Kratos because... Kratos, and I found this interesting as well. Still within this game, he's all about killing and and being and being a warrior and combat yeah. and strength. Like he is still all about that. And I think when Atreus is being more aggressive, he is you know he's like you know slow down, kid. But he's he's not. You're right. He's not like stop it because he hates the gods so much for being arrogant pricks yeah. and then his godson starts acting like an arrogant god prick son yes and it's it seemed strange to me just that whole sequence how the the dynamic between them it did, you like it that's exactly what needed to happen for the plot yeah, i just yeah. think it was maybe slightly strangely written and a little bit snappy uh, yeah yeah i think that yeah Literally maybe the only part of that story i really had an issue with yeah i think i agree i uh, like i I think I also projected some of some stuff onto that section as well of like, well, this was what Kratos was like, and maybe if he finds it hard to specifically call it out in someone because it's hypocritical, so maybe he's letting it sure. ride, and then he's pulling it up as it gets worse. Uh, m- maybe I just assumed a bit, a bit much there. Yeah, I think ma- like I. I th- I think that's the thing is that maybe those are explanations that weren't written well enough into it. Yeah, that sure. It, that it stuck out a little bit that these characters would say this. Right. But didn't. Yeah, and I guess like it is a longer game of this type in terms of like a linear narrative. Yeah. Maybe they were like, maybe it would have gone for three hours usually, but it was an hour. Sure. Because they cut it back. And you know, it's strange that um, whichever of the dwarves it is, what are they, Brock and... Sin- Sindri? Sindri. Yeah. Sind- that Sindri's like, oh... Okay, dickhead. Yeah, like, you're being a prick to me now. Yes, and then Kratos isn't like, "Hey, what's well, up?" See, that's part of it. I feel like Kratos also doesn't respect <laughs> the dwarfs. It's different, though. It's it's strange. Yeah, right? like I don't, maybe maybe, but but, but not not, it, in, not entirely. Like no. that's the thing. The thing is, like, there's obviously a lot of Kratos that is annoyed by the dwarves, especially Sindri, who's the less gruff of them. Like yeah. he does, he's dismissive of them. So I don't think. 
I think that's why he doesn't just go like, "Hey, Atreus, be more nice to the guy." He's like, "Don't you don't need to." And it's you less know. be more nice. It's more like, "Don't think because you're a god." And he does say this several times. Yeah, because you're a god doesn't mean that you get to do anything. That yeah, you, like that's a responsibility, Spider Man. Yes, and so sure. It, I I don't know, but it's, yeah, it's by the end of it, they hit all that stuff. Yes, they do. Just yes. for that little. Bit there. By the way, Brock, such a good fucking character. Yeah, yeah. Re- it made me actually genuinely laugh when he'd be like, "Hey, I can fix your axe up there for you, you fucking asshole." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just yeah. These unnecessary. I liked Brock and I liked Sindri as well. Yeah, yeah. Like same. two two different sides of the coin. And yeah, Mimir as well. Yes, I, I, as dumb as this is, him being Scottish kind of annoyed me because, like, right. obviously everyone is like, you know, that that um received British pronunciation thing but they're all like Norse or whatever. But yeah. the fact that they went, also he's Scottish. <laughs> it was like... Sure. It is weird whenever they do that. Like we have to give this guy a different accent, but everyone in space is British <laughs> yes. for this thing. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just made him into quirky, you know, sidekick, which is, I guess... That, totally yeah. what he is. And, yeah. it, and it, he pulls it off, I reckon. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. So Boulder... Yep. I did not like until the end. As okay. a villain. Right. I thought he was too Jack Sparrow when he showed up. He was real, like, kind of floating <laughs> really around. Was. Being yeah. like, oh, well, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Do you know that actor? No. Nah. So I just see I see the actor. He was in uh, Lost. He was the physicist in Lost right. uh, that came in, like, season four. He's uh, he's in a bunch of stuff. He's in Justified. He's a really good actor, Jeremy Davies. And sure. he is acting the way he acts when he overacts. Right, okay. Um, which I just saw him and was like, it's cool this actor is uh, the villain. Sure. I guess, I yeah, I just saw Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With yeah. tattoos. Well, with less tattoos, if anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, with fewer rat tail braids. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it was. It, it seemed like... Um, just know that impactful look at, but then all the stuff that happens between him and Freya at the end, sure, I fucking that love. legitimizes his, uh, you know, issues. Yeah, and yeah. especially for how it sets up Freya to be in a sequel. Sure, yes, probably two sequels. Yes, that would yes, be. yeah. Now we're talking more like all over the place, I guess. Um, I guess so, yeah. But I mean, yeah, in terms of that, because um, like I think you guys mentioned before, like it's cool how they treat the gods like bickering idiots that is how like a lot of the gods were written about in yeah. in you know the ancient greek texts specifically yeah a lot of I the greek the tragedies ones as well are pretty right. like uh i think this stays relatively true to how like i think thor was a prick yeah right in, in those ones i right. don't really know i've not read any ancient norse texts well that's i i've i've studied i studied you know the greek plays i i don't know if you can study the the norse ones i don't know if they have plays as much as yeah <laughs> Stone tablets. I yeah. genuinely don't know. No, neither. But I know so much about their shit through us through the Thor movies and that sort yeah, of shit. Yeah, and like Skyrim having its own fucking versions of this shit. Yep. Uh, I love the fact that Thor and Odin get spoken about so much and you don't see it. Yeah, isn't it great? It's done really well. It's not done in a shitty or annoying way. They it's... feel like they're characters and they're influencing mm. this world and that they're present. Yep. But like, it's not a poochy thing of like, where's Thor? Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like, fuck, we're lucky Thor's not here. Yes. Yeah, totally. Throughout whenever you're not seeing him. And it, it makes the little teaser 
really impactful and it makes yeah. me want to play the sequel. Like, it just does it really well. Completely. And it mirrors, um, I saw this pointed out, the first original God of War game because you just see Ares, no Zeus, no anything. Right. And then like, Zeus is introduced in the second one. Yep. And so if it kind of reflects that in this one. Um, I liked the return to Helheim. Is that the one you were talking about with the retreading the same area again? No, going up the mountain, I think, again. That was the bit where I was like, eh. Yeah. But then in the cave, it's different. Yes, Inside it is. of the mountain. Yeah. But just that little patch up there, I was like, oh. Well, you're at the bottom and all those the contraptions are around and shit. That's, and yeah. that, that is when Atreus is being a cunt. Yeah, right, right. So I, maybe that had something to do with it. Right, yeah. I, I think it was just the first time through, it was a little tedious yeah or it was a little bit like uh, i can see that i'm just gonna have to run over here and pull this and run back and pull this and yeah yeah it's not the most creative bit of the game so that was all but it turned out to be a a lot more streamlined than the first time through totally just getting that elevator up that was blocked the first time yeah uh was good yeah um that bit from where Tommy's up, like, I think it picks up momentum a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking Freya, like, that fight between you and Boulder and Freya at the end yeah. is so well done. Yes. I think her thing of not really wanting to hurt anybody but just having to get involved with this big fucking dead guy yes. works perfectly. Yep. Like, Boulder is such a, like, even though I didn't like him towards the start, he's a very convincing fuck everyone, I hate the world, I want to beat everybody up. Yeah, I, mean, I think as soon as you find out what happened to him, yeah. it's, it justifies it. Totally, it really does put him into context. Yeah. Um, and, and it also, it's not unrealistic that Freya would do it as well. No, totally. It's like, oh yeah, of course, you know, from that point on, you'd want to protect, you know, the, the ones you've got. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you're, you've got good intentions being like an overprotective mother or whatever, yeah. but you're still a self-entitled God type yes. who thinks they can kind of do anything. And hasn't seen the ramifications on like yeah. a personal level for yeah. who you're inflicting it on. Yeah. Like a very selfish decision. Yeah. Uh, and then that all plays out really well. I love the thing of her just being like, yep, kill me if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Look, I'm just trying to help. Yeah. I'm and a mother. I'd rather die than see my son get killed. Like Kratos it's- just like, I think he does the classic movie neck snap on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Saying like, the cycle ends here, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And then like, I think the idea of, I want to see more of that Vanir, Aesir and the, oh, yes. the Aesir and whatever. I want to see more of that right. side of things too. That God fight that we kind of, you hear about a lot of shit. Yes. Because like the gods, like the Thor and stuff, they are the Aesir. They're the Aesir. Yeah. So that's Odin and Thor yep. and Boulder technically. Yes. Well, definitely. But, yeah, yeah. And that's that like, yeah. Him going like, hey, this is your kid and I'm going to take him from you. And he's my fucking henchman now. Fuck off. Yeah. Is uh, like all the stuff that you hear about Odin does. And people going like he is actually super smart and manipulative. Yes. I I really want to see that fight play out in not a punchy way. I want (laughs) to have him do some fucked up shit, which will obviously be through Atreus or. Yeah. The guy we find out at the end is Loki. Yeah, which is cool. It's out of really nowhere, interesting, yeah. but totally justified. I, I, I felt stupid because I knew that Loki was had that you know parentage, that that weird split thing with the giants and the yeah. Right. So he's half giant, half he's, god. Yes. In Norse things. Yeah, right. yeah. I didn't know that at all. Well, I guess you don't know that Faye is a giant until the very end as well. Yes. Um, yes, that's true. But it does like you kind of here as the thing goes on more and more because you assume at first 
Kratos is fun. And found a nice girl, settled down. Yes. And you hear more and more of like, oh, that was her axe. Yeah, exactly. She was was a great fighter. She was the great warrior. Which also, I like that it doesn't end up being like a big flashback where it's her fighting a bunch of people. It's like, you know, cave drawings of her being just this very respected person who... And then it's like this interesting thing with the path already been trodden. Like, did you get all that stuff? So... Apparently, Norse mythology has a lot of time travel. Right, yes. And like dimensional, interdimensional travel. And so the world snake is like a thing of the snake eating its own tail and like time being right, a circle. Right, Ouroboros. And that whole bit where you fucking go inside the snake and then he gets yeah. beaten up as well, that was sick. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, there's something about everything that's happened already has happened and will happen, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And that seems to be the thing Odin wants to break. Right. Because if that's the case, then he dies He's killed in Ragnarok and he doesn't want that. So right. fuck that shit. Which there's Fimble Winter has come. And Which is, is, is that, that the pre-Ragnarok I th- thing? I think it's pre-Ragnarok, yeah. Right. And then so the thing is the Thor kills the world snake. Yes. And then Thor kills Odin as um, well. Maybe, or but Odin then is killed. But so then in those paintings you see Kratos like fucking vomiting out the snake. Yeah, but then also there's speculation that Loki is the father of the snake. Right. And that's why they rec- the snake recognises him at one point and right. can talk to him. Okay. So there's some link there. Because he definitely can hears voices and can speak to animals and yes. shit. Yes, yeah. Um, so the, the way it seems like it's going to go mm. is Odin gets in Loki's head. Yes. Goes like, hey, fuck your dad. He's a piece of shit. You're yeah. with me now. Here's what he did. Look at all the people that he killed, the gods that he murdered. You're a god. He likes to kill gods. Yeah. Loki kind of seemed to have an idea of that's what happened, though. He was yeah. like, hey, I get it. Zeus was your dad. You killed him. Yes. Hey, some shit has to happen sometimes. Yeah, I th- but I think if you really do lay out everything that Kratos did, it, yeah. you could use that to manipulate him. And in this series of games, at least, he destroyed Greece. Yeah. By the end of it, like Greece as a fucking quarter of the world, it seems yes. like because yeah. all the tear stuff traveling between, which I fucking loved as well. Yeah, tear having gone to all these places and it being like, yep. So there's the Aztec ones over here. There's the Egyptian <laughs> yeah. ones. Maybe some like Asian Eastern kind of things. Yep. Uh, I would love to see all of that stuff play out yep. somehow. Yeah, all the tear stuff was really good because you don't like tier, it's he he yeah is a. Narrative device and a symbol and, and yeah, just a little guide. And it allows you to go to these fucking awesome different yeah. areas. And totally another person who, though they're never on screen, feels like a character and feels like a fully... You do feel yes. like you've come to this story towards the end. Yes. And, like, you're in this kind of post-apocalyptic area of whatever Norse land is called. Yeah. Because you don't see anyone around and you get the impression that it used to be inhabited. Yeah, I guess so. I, you go to a number of castles and shit that are yeah. torn down. Yeah. So all the people have fucked off somewhere else because of this impending doom. It felt I like kind to of, me. I felt like it was more. I guess in the in the Greek in the Greece set games, there are people everywhere. Yeah, there are proper cities with yeah. like people going. Oh no. Yeah, I think I assumed that this more existed in a mythical dimension, kind of. Right. Because they it's called Midgard, which I think is the word for Earth, but. It's also it feels more like a separate mythical thing, right? But it's it also it's hard to tell because you, you yeah. get those like bandits early on who attack you. So there are oh, yeah. humans around here. Yeah, that's right. And it seemed like I think they call them reavers, and I think they were just like looting the place. Yeah, they were stuck there. It seemed like as well because they were like we haven't eaten meat in days. 
Yeah, fuck, that's right. So I think this place has been kind of abandoned pending Ragnarok. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And I would like to see where those people and what like the general kind of people who lived here are like yeah. uh, are thinking about this as yeah. well. I also do like that it's more it's it's more operatic to just have the main players. Yeah. It and it worked. I didn't actually didn't really think about the civilians throughout yeah. the whole game. And then you've got these mines and shit. Like it's a it's yeah, a yeah. no longer functioning civilization. Yeah. Because everyone's left. Yeah, true. Yes. Um, which I, I would like to travel to wherever they are. Right. And f- fucking accidentally be responsible for their <laughs> village being burned down or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to that, to fighting Thor and Odin and whoever else they bring along. Yeah. It, I, it's, yeah. it's nice that it feels like it's going to be a single player game, a single player game, a single player game, not DLC or yeah. any weird stuff like that. They just, very yeah. definitively said no season pass for this. Yeah. This is the game that we've released. Yeah. Apart from the 94 patches since the yeah. <laughs> first day. Yeah. But, um,. Yeah, it, it, it does feel like they kind of know where they're going with it and I'm super stoked to see it because, yeah, all that stuff of showing like, well, all these giants are dead, your mum's dead for sure, but she wanted <laughs> you to know that you were Loki. Yes. Uh, we're, we're like, it's a very good complete story on its own and then a very good stage set for these yeah. other ones. Yeah, agreed. Totally agreed. Which... Do you reckon it'll be another five years before the set? I, like, I hope it's two. Uh, yeah. What 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 were the Uncharted games like? Because it feels like the same amount of effort. Uh, between three and four, it was definitely it was six years. Yeah, right. But once you got the first one, you can yeah. probably work up to the second a little more easily. Yep. Between the first set of God of War games, it was like two or three years in between each. Yeah, right. So oh, I don't know. It. it it feels like it's a more ambitious thing to do. Yeah. Uh, but that also assumes it'll be all brand new. So not even the same locations, the same assets. Well, because, that, yeah, we don't go... To, there's like five of the realms or something that you just don't visit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four it's of them. Three, three or four, maybe, yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. go to... There's Midgard is the one you start in. Yeah, Alfheim. Alfheim, Helheim, Jodenheim. Yep. And then there's two optional ones. Niflheim. Niflheim. And, and, and Mordenheim or something like that. The, the, the fire one. Yeah. I think it's Mordenheim. Could be. It, sound, it starts with an M. That's yeah. for damn sure. Marpleheim. More, m- Mordor. M- it's Mordor. <laughs> Mordor. <laughs> yeah. So there'd be another three that you haven't gone to. Right. Yeah. Which is like yeah. Asgard, where the gods live, and two other fucking ones. Yeah, that's right. But I'm looking forward to tearing them apart. And I really, I, I hope, I, I would be into seeing Kratos just fall back into old. I reckon like, he will at some point, right? Okay, I got to kill the gods. Yeah. Like maybe in the next one they corrupt his kid and kill him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you ultimately end up having to kill your kid. Or there's like Kratos and Loki aren't staying father and son pals. I, I could see the the king, like the climax of the, the sequel being he out of a desire to protect Loki or, you know, or someone. Yeah go fucking buck wild and kill a lot of people and then that makes Loki hate him more and the, that's the, conc- the the third game is sure. re- resolving that conflict. Sure. Yeah. Fuck, I, cool. I kind of don't see where it goes though mm, necessarily, yeah. which is a great... To have it so well set up for more to happen and to <laughs> not know what it is. Yeah. 
is cool. Yeah, and let's not read any <laughs> Norse mythology, I guess, because we might find out. Yeah, I guess as well, like, yeah, all their, all their shit is pretty... I think they're following it all quite closely. Yeah, yeah. So, but I... It ends with the end of the world. Yes. <laughs> so whatever leads up to that, I guess just, yeah, whatever happens. Because I really did like the father-son story. Yeah. In this. Yes. Agreed. It totally works and it builds. Every character develops. I was, I was quite, I was worried at the start that it was going to be really annoying. And it was annoying to an extent. It was more shallow because we didn't know the characters. And right. also they hadn't experienced anything to make them grow. Sure. So... Uh, the fact that they actually grew over the course of this story yeah. in a video game, like it was is very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a good game. Uh, six out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that just about does it for God of War spoilers. Uh, thank you for listening to Filthy Casuals once again, if you're still with us. Um, what are we doing next week? No idea. No. Fucking all right. We didn't say it at the end of the regular episode, so I guess we can't <laughs> do anything, which I guess means I don't have to do the sign-off thing this time. Oh. <laughs> well, as we say at the end here of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Sucked in, motherfuckers. <laughs> My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along, and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.